The fallout of the court's decisions will have major implications on colleges and universities across the country. But one university that knows the impact of ending race-based admissions all too well is the University of Michigan. Joining me now to talk about all of this is University of Michigan President Santa Ono. President Ono, welcome and thanks for joining us. Your university had scrapped your affirmative action plan years ago because of uh, a Supreme Court decision earlier and a state ban. So you haven't been taking race into account in admissions. How is your institution impacted by today's ruling? Thank you very much. Uh, that uh, decision, the, the ban on affirmative action here on race uh, conscious admissions happened in uh, 2006. It's been about 17 years that uh, we haven't been considering race in admissions. We've been using multiple uh, strategies, a holistic review, um, pathways programs, and uh, really looking for low income, high ability, and first generation students to build a diverse class. It's taken a lot of time. Uh, we lost a lot of ground uh, when affirmative action was banned, uh, but we're, we're really making uh, significant progress right now with those mechanisms. You've made progress in some areas, but critics will say you did see a drop in black undergraduate enrollment over those years. Uh, as you mentioned, the university pivoted to focusing on recruiting low-income students rather than looking at race, but that hasn't really worked, right? Why is that failing, and what do you do now? Well, that's because uh, that approach is not as efficient and direct of an instrument or a lever to accomplish diversity. So you're absolutely right. The critics are right. And we did, did lose quite a bit of ground, uh, but we've learned a lot in the interim, and we want to share that with other institutions uh, that are facing this today. So what can you share? Another thing that people point out is that other institutions that cannot consider race, like UCLA and Berkeley, have managed to improve black enrollment. So what are they doing that you haven't done yet? Well, actually, we have also started to increase uh, black and Latino uh, and Native American enrollment recently. Um, we have tried a number of different approaches. They've taken some time to stand up, and we'd like to share that uh, with uh, other institutions. Uh, so we are seeing that progress, and we'd love, to, we'd love to share what's been difficult along the way. Are you speaking with other university and college leaders who are concerned about the impact of today's ruling? What kind of concerns do they have, and what do you tell them? Well, we, we speak on a regular basis. We speak with the Department of Education, with the Biden administration. And so we are talking about uh, things that work, things that are challenging, to your point. Um, we, we, are, we are all, as a higher education uh, sector, committed to a diverse student body and the benefits that it provides to the educational experience. And so we're sharing that, we're sharing that with the DOE uh, and we're working together. So what does work? Can you give us a concrete example in, in terms of one step universities can be taking if they cannot take into account race when looking at admissions? There are a number of things uh, that work. Uh, for example, the Pathways program where you actually go into communities that are diverse. You work with the school systems and the students and the families and prepare them for application uh, to the institution. They are, they are then more successful in the application process and they matriculate at higher numbers. That is uh, uh, very successful. The other is to use a holistic admissions approach and to look less at numbers of AP examinations or classes and look less at standardized tests and look more in a holistic way at what the individual student has accomplished in their own milieu. What about legacy admissions? We do know those tend to privilege white students. Should we get rid of those to equal out the opportunities? I really believe that it's, that is something that colleges and universities should look at. Uh, we do not have legacy admissions here at the University of Michigan. And we know that in uh, several colleges, a large proportion of admits are legacy or development admits. 
and that is, is a kind of uh, admissions process that does not support diversifying the student body. You and your fellow uh, leaders at the University of Michigan and said you remain convinced racial diversity is one of the many important components of a broadly diverse student body and a culturally rich campus community. There are people who will hear that statement and say, I'm not sure that that is true. In light of today's ruling, tell me what you've seen over your career that says to you this is a value higher education institutions should continue to hold up. I can tell you whether you're a college or a, a news agency or a Fortune 500 company, a diverse team that looks at things from different point, points of view is a stronger team. And it's true for the educational uh, system as well. If you go into a classroom or laboratory, you see a diverse uh, student body. I can see the interaction that occurs and they learn from each other. That is Santa Ono, president of the University of Michigan, joining us tonight. President Ono, thank you for your time. Thank you very much.